wide are those shoulders still? Can you can you do this at, at this at this age and carry the team if AD is not not able to do your to, to be out there? Um, you know, for me, um, it's uh, putting our team in position to be successful. It starts with my approach. It starts with my accountability. Trickles down to everybody else. So, um, um, you know, these shoulders were built for a reason. And um, you know, if it takes for me to put some more on top of it, then so be it. Win, lose, or draw, uh, I'm ready for the challenge. Though I'm missing Cut that shit the fuck off. <laughs> Woo, celebration, baby. Oh, I didn't think I was ever going to do this. I didn't think I was ever going to do it. But once again, it's on, nigga. Once again, it's on. Oh, boy. Special, special show tonight, baby. This is my third show in 24 hours. Y'all can't tell me that I put in, I don't put in work. I was waiting. This is King Known's master class. And class is in session. You bitch, you. Oh, yeah, man. Ooh. Before we get to that, though. My boy, Dame Lillard, went home tonight, man. Oh, as I take another L and uh, my record is under 500 after tonight. Now, one of these losses, however, in particular, we're going to get to that, right? But uh, uh, Damian Lillard, he tried. He tried so fucking hard, man, to win this fucking game, dude. It hurts to see my boy go out like that in the first round. But... Since we speaking on eliminated niggas, you know what I'm saying? Portland, you need a new coach. Terry Stott's way is not the way to go here. And, um, yeah, Terry Stott's got to go. I would get more defense. I would get a shot blocker. It's time for Nurkish to go. Hell, Trey CJ, too. Let's get Bradley Beal up in motherfucking Portland, baby. Let's go. What are you waiting for? But anyway, the Denver Nuggets beat the Portland Trailblazers 126 to 115. Nikola Jokic. All right, man. Maybe that nigga is the MVP. I don't know, bro. Because MB turning that. But Monte Morris continues his onslaught. 22 points. Michael Porter Jr. had 26. Nikola Jokic had 36, 6 and 8, bro. 36, 8 and 6, bro. And, and that nigga Monte Morris had nine assists, bruh. My buddy Dame had 28 points and 13 assists for absolutely nothing. 
CJ McCollum only, I mean, he had 21 points, but they needed 30 balls to stay in this game. Melo had 14 off the bench. Nothing more that they could do, unfortunately. They did not get into the bench. Cantor did not even play. Derrick Jones Jr. did not even play. But yeah, sad ending. But we gonna get to this shit. Because I have a lot to say tonight. Y'all been waiting on it. I've been telling people about this. I, I said the Los Angeles Lakers better win tonight or else. I said that. This is a warning. That was a preview. I was nice about it. But um, it's time. It's time. It's time. Just like my man's uh, uh, from uh, motherfucking, what's that movie? Uh, Belly said, it's time, my brother. It's time. Y'all been waiting on this, man. A lot of people have, but we gonna get into it. <laughs> Y'all go, hey, shout out to Kwame Brown, man. They gonna get mama's cooking tonight, but but they gonna get some soul food. They gonna get that big mama joke. I'm not getting my leg cut off, and that's that. All the Los Angeles Lakers. Lost to the feet, the finest sons. Can you believe this shit? Devin Booker looked like the Black Mamba went into him like Anton went into Marlon Wayans and the sixth man because Kobe was the sixth man for this nigga, bro. 47 points and 11 rebounds. This is Devin Booker's best game I have ever seen him play. This is better than a 70 point game. Anthony Davis tried to give it a go, but he only played five minutes. Sad, man. He should have never even laced them up. Whoever cleared him to play needs they motherfucking ass beat because Anthony Davis does not deserve this type of treatment. Um, wow. LeBron James, 29 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, too late. It's too late to apologize. This is the end of, of an era. All the narratives that y'all used for years to push LeBron as the greatest of all time have been ended. All of those narratives have been murdered tonight. The he makes everybody better argument has been over with. He's never lost in the first round. That shit is over. I haven't even gotten to the deposition part. Dennis Schroeder, 20 points. He played really good after those goose eggs. The goose egg. Caldwell Pope, KFC showed up with some fried chicken tonight. They actually, in that third quarter, I mean, that first half, they was getting their ass whooped, bro. So they had to get into their set, and they finally played like they had some goddamn sense. But unfortunately, it was too little too late. Um, now, let's get into what the Los Angeles Lakers need in the offseason. Well, I mean, I would definitely suggest the third superstar. I mean, DeMar DeRozan could help them, but he's mentally fragile too, just like the king is. And then and street clothes, you know what I'm saying? He His groin was over with. It was, you can't recover from a groin injury in one day. 
from a this is coming from a man who's grew up with growing problems. I've had growing problems my whole life. You don't heal from that type of fucking injury in one fucking day. That takes weeks to recover from. Many baths with Epsom salt and many rubs with uh with uh asper cream, my nigga. That shit don't heal in a day, my nigga. Y'all shouldn't have even started Anthony Davis. He should have came off the bench. And even then, I think it would have just been too much. But the Los Angeles Lakers definitely need some defense. If they're going to keep Frank Vogel as a head coach, um, they're going to need some defensive players. Because you could tell, you know what, I'm going to get into the deposition. Oh, yeah. I knew it was coming to this. I've been waiting on this moment for years. LeBron finna go home in the first round. Another narrative kill. You talk shit about Kobe for years for blowing a 3-1 lead to a two-seed Suns team with the fake-ass MVP Steve Nash. Now in LeBron's 18th season, as a seven-seed Lakers team, they have lost to a two-seed Suns team. Funny how things come full circle. I'll let y'all marinate on that for about two seconds. Here's the difference. Kobe's second best player was Lamar Odom. Third best player was Kwame Brown that year that they lost to the Phoenix Suns, which were a loaded basketball team with a lot of talent. Like Sean Marion. Um, I don't know if Stat was healthy. I don't know if Stat, uh, Stoudemire was healthy that year. I think he got hurt that year. But they still had uh, Joe Johnson. They still had Tim Thomas. They had a loaded little roster they had. But LeBron had Anthony Davis and capable role players in games one through four somewhat healthy. You use the Kobe Bryant argument to downplay Kobe Bryant's greatness by saying he blew a 3-1 lead to Nash when he had Smush Parker, Chris Mim, Luke Walton, a young, inexperienced uh, uh, Jordan Farmar, Sasha Vujicic, and just a bunch of guys that are not stars. When LeBron had a star for four games, they could have easily beaten Phoenix when Anthony Davis was putting up those 30-point games. All I am saying is keep that same energy for LeBron who fell at the same fate that Kobe did that year. And LeBron, who, by the way, on paper, had a way better team than Kobe had that season. Now, I know what you little LeBron fanboys are going to say. It took him 18 years to do it. Appreciate greatness. It's greatness. Believe me, I do appreciate LeBron's greatness. I appreciate the records he breaks. I appreciate his game. I appreciate his weird style of maximizing athleticism without having many offensive talent or skills and also being a gifted playmaker. But... I am not a fan of his because I do not like how he carries himself on the court. He flops, he cries, he whines at the referees, and his game is just not for me. Also, this man has decimated my favorite team, the Pistons, his whole career. Of course, I I gotta root against him because of that. And he an op. He's an op of mine. Of course, you're supposed to root against the ops. 
He's a super op that has treated the NBA like a monopoly game board, one team at a time. However, it's never been LeBron that makes me feel this way, though. It's those fanboys like dicking your mouth right, like fat ass, Humpty Dumpty Windhorse, Shanice Sharp. Media personalities pushing false narratives to discredit the likes of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Dwayne Wade, Kevin Love, Tim Duncan, Bill Russell, Chris Bosh to prop up and baby a guy who doesn't even need co-signers in a peanut gallery to prove how great he is. But here is the problem. Game five, right? Your man's walked off in my in my Franklin Saint voice. Your man's walked off with six minutes left. That is not good business. It's not good business. Proof that LeBron James cannot take an ass whooping and face it. That has been the story of his whole career. That is one of many of his poor sportsmanship moments. You remember in the finals in 2018 this man walked off the court with five minutes left and walked off to the locker room and shook everybody's hand like he was trying to do the noble thing trying to do the right thing that's bad sportsmanship take that ass whipping bro that's just as bad as scotty pippen moping about not getting the last shot in the 95 playoffs it's a goddamn shame that Udonis Haslam is a better leader than LeBron James. This exposes right here that the championship runs for not only the Lakers, but the Heat as well was a fraud. And the crazy part is last year, the Lakers still went six games with an Eastern Conference five seed. How terrible is that? Now both teams are going home in the first round of the playoffs. That fake-ass Mickey Mouse chicken wing chain championship shouldn't even count. The Lakers got a lollipop chain and some leprechaun boots championships. Miami Heat as a team, step up right now. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. This year, you guys should have at least put forth an effort. If you're going to lose, lose with respect and not with a quitter's mentality. This also exposed Jimmy Butler as overrated and a top 25 player and not a top 15 player like a lot of people decided to put him in. Yeah, I had him in mind, but it's time to take him out. Oh, yeah, top 50 players coming soon. Now LeBron is in the same boat as Kobe with a way better team. Now LeBron is not only just to blame. Dennis Schroeder. Tonight you played well, but bring that hair dye ass here, boy. Zero points in game five after turning it out in game four. What the fuck? This nigga talking about he won a hundred million dollars. Nigga, you won't get a hundred cents. You getting 50 cents, fool. Yo, this the motherfucking kidnappers and we want the motherfucking money. Face head ass. I was listening to someone and uh, this morning... On Ticket TV channel, right? And someone said, all Dennis Schroeder is, is empty stats. And he did the Andre Drummond. He padded his stats on poor teams to get overpaid. Schroeder put up more bricks than Tony Montana this series. And you said earlier this year, when you uh, got traded to the Lakers, 
I'm not coming off the bench. I want to start. Nigga, you'll start as a 12th man, motherfucker. Now, you lucky you scored 20 points tonight. And I ain't get up. I ain't ain't trying to kill your ass. Speaking of patent stats. That last game, LeBron came back in that third quarter of that game after that blowout loss the other day. Got his numbers up to deflect the blame with six minutes left. I think LeBron, even at the age that he is, could have willed the Lakers back into that game, not only to win, but to at least make it look competitive. Tonight, they made it look competitive. But on some real nigga shit, LeBron has quit a lot in his career to be mentioned near Jordan. This game proves it right here. This series proves it right here. This man shouldn't be mentioned near Jordan's level. He just doesn't have it. He's just not it. And that's a shame for a player to be that great to quit every time that shit gets tough. The man has six finals losses and could have won three or four of those championships. But that's another story for another day. I am cracking up at Charles Barkley for calling Anthony Davis street clothes. That's funny than a bitch. Now, LeBron fans, now you see Anthony Davis's value. I told you, without AD, they are a 10 seed and a 37 win team. AD comes there the next year that they after that 37 win season. He comes there and leads in all categories except assists and turnovers, and they are one seed. And won a championship. A chicken wing chip. But a chip nonetheless. Now one thing I will say is. I was so wrong in last year's offseason review. By saying that the Lakers had the best offseason. And giving them an A plus on top of that. Because they did get better offensively. But at the same time those offensive acquisitions. Ended up hindering the team along the way. Trading away the likes of. Danny Green, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, and Avery Bradley. These, This group of guys, they play defense and get you a little offense now and again. But they traded that for Dennis Schroeder, who is a liability on the defensive end. Montrez Harrell, which is a liability on the defensive end. Wes Matthews, who's a very solid play, player, and he played well tonight. They should have been giving Wes Matthews a little bit more clock. He had uh, 12 points tonight. Those are good numbers. Ben McElmore, who is all offense. Mark Gasol, who is all offense. And Andre Drummond, who is a piece of shit. Uh, That turned out to be bad for the Lakers as a team because defensively, they could not defend the pick and roll. And offensively, their three-point shooter is not as good as it was during the regular season. So for me bringing up that information on the offseason review, I was wrong because I thought that the Lakers did the best during the offseason, but I was completely dead wrong. But surrounding two top five players with any group of talent should be more than enough to to prepare the team to a back-to-back championship run. But however, injuries during the regular season did hinder the Los Angeles Lakers from attaining a top four seed, which made them a seven seed. Oh man, Andre Drummond. <laughs> Boy, I got some of that Kwame Brown mama's cooking stir fry for this fuck nigga. Andre Drummond. 
Nine Toho, Della Reese Drummond, Kareem Will Abdul Hakeem Jabbar Drummond. Ain't even getting no clock tonight. Why is that? Because he ass. They got a man who niggas thought was the final missing piece. You saw Shannon Sharp. You saw Shanice. I love your smile, Drummond. I mean, Shanice. I love your smile, Sharp. You saw that sh- that nigga talking all, popping all that noise, talking all that shit. Matter of fact, where's Shannon Sharp tonight? I bet you that motherfucker then went through another bottle of Hennessy and smoked a black and mild crack rock tonight. Bass mouth ass nigga, talking all that shit. Oh yeah, I can't wait till I'm watching Undisputed tomorrow, niggas. I am matter of fact, I'm I'm recording that shit right now on the DVR. I want to see this shit. I wonder what excuses he has tomorrow morning. But anyway, back to the deposition. Right? Andre Drummond is a liability on the offensive end and the defensive end. Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton was pissing on Andre Drummond like New York niggas in them project elevators. Drummond was cut by the Cleveland Cavaliers. How you get cut by the Cleveland Cavaliers? How trash do you have to be, bro? Who said that they would rather keep Jared Allen? They traded to go get Jared Allen to replace Andre Drummond. Who was playing like shit? This man averaged 17 points and 13 rebounds, and they said no. Why? Because he's ass. Since this is a master class, class is in session. You know what that means, class? Do you know what that means, class? That means this is called empty stats. These are created when a player with little talent on a team with no talent and they break a bunch of shots per game, it's easy to average 14 and 15 rebounds when your team is trash. When you get to the Lakers, you get toe jam the first game, and then you play like Universal Circus. You average in 12 and 10 for, for the Lakers, on the Lakers. While LeBron and Anthony Davis are injured, you can only muster 12 points per game. You were averaging 17 and 13. So, I would think that without LeBron, with LeBron and with AD and LeBron gone, you would hike that up to 18 and 14. But you didn't. I thought Andre Drummond made them niggas a big three. He was averaging nine points and ten rebounds in the playoffs. Some big three, right? More like big two and a half men. Which leads me to Montrez Harold. Oh, Trez, you thought you was going to get away clean, huh, boy? I'll whip your head, boy. Matter of fact, fuck that. I'm playing that instrumental, nigga. Hold on. Before I get to Trez, right? Oh, Trez, I saved this special for you, my my baby. I, I saved it. I saved it just for you, my baby. Got to put them buffs on, bitch, bitch, bitch. Anyway. Oh, Trez, you thought that taking that less money was going to get you an automatic championship, leaving out the particular fact that you actually have to work for a championship. A championship is not given to you, and just because LeBron James and Anthony Davis are on your team does not guarantee a championship. 
You have to go through the grind of the season. You have to stay healthy and you have to not get hurt yourself. But look at you now. Look at you now. Look at you now. You broke as fuck, nigga. <laughs> now you went from the sixth man of the year to a 12th man on a team that actually needs you. But the coach barely fucking plays you. And you know what the first thing he did, that he did when the playoffs started, right? When the Clippers went down 2-0. to zero, You was talking shit about the Clippers. You was talking cash, money, millionaire shit. And now look at you. You lost money. You left $62 million on the table to try to win a free championship to spite your in-town rival team that let you go because they didn't want you back. You want to know why, Trez? Because you're a disloyal hoochie. You're disloyal. For one, you were an agent. You were going back to the Lakers telling them everything because Rich Paul is your agent that the Clippers were going through. So, but y'all, but y'all ended up getting y'all ass whooped by the Nuggets because Nikola Jokic roasted your ass like a motherfucking turkey during Thanksgiving dinner at Big Mama House. And now you're at home right now. The Clippers are still alive, big big baby. Clippers still alive, nigga. And your ass is at home. And you're going to be watching the Clippers possibly tie that series and maybe even win tomorrow. Karma's a bitch. Now you silent as a church mouse. Now, now that you've been demoted to third string center behind the likes of Andre Drummond, which is a fucking clown, and Mark Gasol, which is a pre, who, who is a prehistoric dinosaur. Now nah, you man, no you hurt. That's what you get. Did y'all know that the New Orleans Hornets offered Montrez Harrell five years and eighty million dollars, and he left that on the table because Rich Paul told him to join LeBron James in L.A. and get his revenge on the Clippers. You're more focused on revenge than the paper. Money over bitches, nigga. What happened to that? And Trez, I respect you as a as a basketball player and as a man. And that's why I'm so disappointed in you, big dog. I was looking at you as a new age Ben Wallace. Now you out there looking like Samaki Walker. Nigga, you Popeye Jones, nigga. You Tynus, Tyus Etney. You Harold Minor, nigga. You Darko Milicic, nigga. First of all, I would be firing Rich Paul immediately because you lost $62 million and took $18 million instead. You decided to take a two-year, $18 million deal, thinking that you were going to win back-to-back championships, and you failed. So now that you are out of the playoffs, look in the mirror and say, I'm a dumbass, and I should have been playing with LaMelo Ball because let me tell you something. Montrez Harrell fits that new, new uh, 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 Charlotte Hornets system. I meant to say Charlotte Hornets, not New Orleans. I'm sorry. I made an error. My fault. But y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, bitch. 
The crazy part is that I picked the Lakers to beat the Suns in this series. That's the killer part. But now that they are eliminated, the Lakers have a lot of decisions to make in the offseason. Frank Vogel is coaching a team that doesn't fit the style that he coaches. You have a bunch of offensive players with a defensive coach. They can't play like he did when he was the coach of the Pacers. These are offensive guys playing for a defensive coach. And Vogel is not putting the right lineups together because his team is decimated and he cannot make any moves to pick up no one that fits. So he's in between a rock and a hard place. Everybody's going to blame Frank Vogel because they don't want to blame their boo thing, LeBron. They're going to say AD's injury prone. They're going to say that they didn't have enough help when they completely did. That team on paper was good, but they had the wrong coach. Now, the question is, will LeBron James retire? Will he finally do the NBA a service? Will he finally do NBA a good service by finally fucking retiring and let the new age brothers take over the game? Or more, or, or will he morph into the GM and make some corporate decisions? Now, here's the questions here. Will the Lakers trade Anthony Davis or build around, uh, uh, you know? Or should the Lakers trade LeBron James? I mean, me personally... I think once they let LeBron go, I think the Lakers will finally be able to build a good young core around AD. But I don't know. I mean, trading AD wouldn't be a bad idea either. Lakers free agents. Who The Lakers free agent list is very, very big. We got Trez, who has an option. He's probably not going to take that option. I think he's going to book and finally get paid. Wes Matthews is a free agent. I don't know. I think he'll be gone. Jared Dudley, I mean, you know they ain't going to let him sign back. Markeith Morris is definitely probably going to play with his brother somewhere. THT, I know that nigga probably gonna come back. Like, THT got that potential to be a star. Tonight, he was getting buckets. That nigga was balling, balling. Andre Drummond, oh lord, thank God that he's gone. The Lakers gonna get some cap space off him, but Andre Drummond is not gonna get the money that he thinks he's gonna get. I mean, you know, Sacramento could use him. You know, he's gonna be playing for a lottery team again, because no contender wants... A guy with no footwork, no offensive game, just a, a, a catching alley dunk guy who occasionally blocks a shot now and again, but be getting torched by the, the guards of the league. Ben McElmore is a free agent. I'm pretty sure he's gone. Costas Antetokounmpo, a.k.a. Roddy Rich. I think he might go to, to Milwaukee. Final thought, Jerry Springer. I'm going to give you my Jerry Springer final thought. I want to thank y'all niggas for uh, 
coming down. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me listening to the deposition of the King Knows Masterclass. I want to thank you for the massacre of the Lakers. I want to thank you, Phoenix. Shout out to D-Book, man, for finally ending the dream. And I am going to sleep good as a bitch tomorrow. Sleep good like a baby, nigga. Knowing that LeBron James will not win the 2021 championship. There will be a new champion. And the playoffs will finally be fair. And this sec, I'm looking forward to the second round. And I'm going to be really excited to do these shows now. Now that I know that LeBron's going to be at home crying. It feels good. Yeah. But I'm going to get the fuck up out of here, my G. Peace, love, and hair grease. And oh, yeah. <laughs> before I before I um get the fuck up out of here, inside the NBA is ignorant, bro. They ignorant for this moment. They played this shit at halftime, bro. They was mad disrespectful to the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. But I'm glad to say that this shit is over. See you later, ladies and gentlemen.